0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Man's Cabana. I am your host Matthew J. Lepore, and I'm on again with Roman Mustachio. Now, um, I did have to stop you and I because we were getting into the uh, we were we, the uh, the articles of benching and Think of it. dude, you guys, you Zach. Kyle, all of you, you're just, you're just, you're just smart. Like, I'm,
1: I'm flattered you put me in the same classes as, those two. I, uh, I love those guys. Well, it's That's just, cool. it's
0: just, it's funny when, it was kind of sad today. I know yeah. you came back over this week. Uh, still do one. We talked about having you on it again, anyways. But uh, Kyle was dealing with some stuff, so mm-hmm. he'll be on either next week or whenever we figure it out. So you'll see uh, a trio soon.
1: I, yeah, I would love to hop on with Kyle because I, I watched the episode with him, and yeah. I like every now and then it was like, oh well, you know. I was talking to Roman about this once, and I was like, I would love to sit down with both of you yeah. and, and shoot shit. One, because I haven't seen Kyle in forever. Yeah, he's my yeah. friend. But uh, I just thought it would be would be fun to kind of have like a round table.
0: Dude, it was so funny. It was like... Like I was, I was like saying things in my head, and I'm like, I remember Roman saying that, and the next thing I'd be like, so Roman was saying this.
1: <laughs> I think at one point you were like, I don't want to speak for him, but and I was like, all right, I need to get on there and speak for myself in that case.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, well, what, what did I say? I forget,
1: I forget the context, but it, one of you was like, you know, oh, you know, Roman had this thought about this, and. I don't want to speak for him, but like this, that, and the other, and I was like, "All right, I I agree with you, but I would love to love to elaborate if I'm yeah. coming up anyway." No, that's <laughs>
0: cool, and and it, and it works out, but it's just like so. I was saying before, is like when Zach switched my bench, Zach Santangelo, shout out. Um, it was such a massive learning curve because like I've done the reverse grip before. It, yeah. I mean, it was just like grab it, bring it down. And you would just press. It would just mm-hmm. take some miles off my shoulders, everything like that. But you do it as like a main lift now. Like that's how you bench.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, because I I compete in gear, so my raw bench, like I still see value in training raw because I yeah. I lift in a poly shirt, and you know I know a lot of the band shirt guys. They don't they don't see the same value in it. But but two things: one, I'm not in a band shirt yet, and two, just being younger necessitating uh, more base building than a lot of yeah. more more tenured lifters. Um, but, like, if I'm training my bench raw, I, I'm doing a reverse grip at this point. Sure. I'm not really doing it overhand. The, the oh. one exception is, like, incline. Oh. Um, and the shirt, it, it's just too aggressive to do reverse grip. It's just too much on your palms. Yeah. But, um, I actually, it's funny. You know, I had I had a lot of problems with reverse grip when I first started trying to do it. Obviously, the first person I saw do it that made me want to try was Jimmy. And then, not long after trying it and eating shit, like, m- repeatedly, um. I actually went out to a meet to help handle him. It was, uh, it was a single ply meet he did a while ago. And I was like, Jimmy, like, I feel like I can bench a lot reverse grip, but I can't hold the bar. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I was I was doing exactly what you think of when you hear reverse grip. I was grabbing the bar underhand. Oh right? no, I was always
0: I was always between my fingers. Good, good. Only that's because exactly I, what to do. <laughs> so only because I saw your videos. That's yeah. the only okay, no bullshit. That is the only reason I knew how to reverse grip. Cause I would watch like your stuff. Yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No.
1: No. You. He. He would tell me. He would be like, Yeah. I do all my all my raw work reverse grip. And I'm like, All right. Well, this dude's like the best bencher in the world. It's like there's something to it. And um, he told me why. And he was like, You know, less mileage on the shoulders. You can tuck a little harder. You won't flare at all. More tricep. And um, it makes sense. But I just kept running into like I I can't I can't hold more than three fifteen yeah. underhand. And then he showed me the between your your, your trigger and middle finger and yeah. that blew my mind i was like oh this this makes so much sense this is easy now i can hold on to anything
0: so would you say that death wish is turning into like a a subcontract of like a like a west side or because because <laughs> no. i need you to understand no. how i see it right so like when i when i go to like colmar or when i go to mcmillan or like i mean my home gym like the gym yeah the way that i see death wish right is like a west side
1: well it's it's a crew yeah like that's the difference like they there's a difference between joining a gym and joining a crew. And I, I would say now, um, not in a negative way that we're closer to a gym, but after the move and kind of going half and half with, with Six Ten fitness, um, in, in, in Delco, like since the move, it's, I mean, how was it's it? less private. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not really a bad thing at all. Zach's a good dude. He runs classes. It's good to have like other perspectives in the gym. You're not just kind of, you know, in the mirror circle of powerlifting, um, so I mean the move the move went really well. Um, we are looking to to expand a little, like just kind of get some more space, uh, spread our wings a little bit, bring some more of our equipment back. But moving off without a hitch, we went over. It is definitely a much better place to be in. I love having toilet paper and soap in the bathrooms again, and lights not being out. So <laughs>
0: Wait, did you not have toilet paper in
1: the old spot we were at was a real shithole. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, not really going to be be too slanderous, but um, very frequently was a little bit closer.
0: Huh? Coldly, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're good. You're good. You're good.
1: Yeah, beforehand we uh we were at a spot that very frequently did not have toilet paper, did not have um oh, geez, soap in the bathrooms, the toilets were clogged, the sinks were full of like murky water, uh there were rats, mold, whole nine yards. And the the only pro to that space in in my opinion was we had a key, right? Like we had our own room. Yeah. No one could go in there and fuck with us. And um we don't have that now. But it's not really a problem because it still isn't like a public gym. Like yeah. six ten, they run they run classes and they have yeah. open gyms, but people aren't fucking with our stuff. Like there is a mutual respect and yeah. Everyone there is like respectful of gym equipment. So, so is it's that not a, a problem?
0: Is is that a fear for later on? What do you mean? So okay, so for example at at the gym, right? Yeah. Um prime example, the other day, it's summertime, kids are coming back. Yeah. They're they're um what's it called? uh rack pulling with with (laughs) with a brand new and i mean less than a month like the knurling is fresh like it'll rip the cows off your skin uh and rack pulling with a deadlift bar from like a texas deadlift bar hurts my heart i was irate i was irate i i have never in my life ever walked over to people and like Mm. stop usually i'll just like swallow my pride and just not say anything yeah. unless they're going to hurt themselves
1: but that's but i was like do you take that to equipment yeah i was
0: like, dude well i asked them like how much do you think this costs
1: they have no idea like this is not a umax especially bar. kids like they're oh. not going to know
0: oh uh, but anyways but what i'm saying is like um we have like a crew but it's more of a public gym so are you worried about people doing things like that where you have this 800 dollars texas bar kabuki bar and now it's, like, they can use it, but you're worried it's going to get broken.
1: So initially, like, when we when we had talked about this move to this space, like, I, I was nervous. I was like, you know, we've got sportcraft competition bars. We've got Ooh. all sorts of weird stuff. Like, are people going to be fucking with this? And it was re- the really – the only reason I had that fear was because, like, I wasn't familiar with how 610 operated. And I didn't know Zach. Like, now that I've met him and I, yeah. I see how they operate, like, when we train there as a crew, classes are running alongside us the whole time, like – it's not a fear at all in my, in my eyes. Um, like if something changes and it becomes like an LA fitness, which would literally never happen, then yes, I would be scared again. But as, as it stands out as the current state of things, like it is, it is more than fine. Like everyone okay, has a cool. mutual respect for Perfect. each other's equipment and you know, what everyone else is doing. So it is not, um, not a worry at all. But speaking of, uh, people deadlifting with, or uh, rack pulling oh, with, with, uh, don't break deadlift bars, don't break I'm not gonna break your heart. heart. I'm actually gonna do the opposite. Um, our our crew our rack pull bar because i think like every gym has like quote unquote rack pull bars yeah like we have bars. we have one now usually it's like a bent bar like that's a what bar it is, that's yeah. bent. ours is um we have a particularly unforgiving bar it is a actually you know what you know the old york power bars yeah jim and tan yeah, yeah yeah it's like one of those it's it's a little bent like not okay. enough that you would notice, but enough that it'll throw you off if you don't pull from you're the right position. you going to like, a
0: Macedon bar. That's what I thought you were No, say. God, no.
1: Um, I have never felt a bar with so little flex in my life. Because not only is it like those power bars, it doesn't have center knurling. The Macedon so even... bars? Or... No, oh, the oh, this, our, this our rack pull bar. Got it, got it, got, it, got, it, got it, it. It is like, you know, it's bare steel. It's, like, totally browned out. The knurling is totally gone. It doesn't have center knurling. It's even stiffer. And the sleeves, like, don't even really rotate anymore. It is just the most punishing bar to rack pull from like I understand the point of a rack pull is like you're trying to target a specific mini max yeah. and that's a very valid use case of a stiff bar but like this bar does not bend dude and like I've seen some of our training partners pull against like quatted monsters with like six plates on the bar and it is just stiff as a board I hate to say it but they, they don't make them like they used to I really don't get how this bar is just so straight all yeah. the time it just holds position, so I had to pull. I it was fresh in my head because I had to pull with it on Sunday, and I was just hating every second of it. But oh, dude, that sucks.
0: <laughs> I would not like that at one bit because I thought. Um, so the next comp we have, or, or I'm going to go back to Beer Muscles, mm-hmm. and I and it was a it was a stiff bar. It was a Westside uh, Rogue stiff bar, that's what they were using as well. Yeah, as what it I'm says. familiar with this. And um, I wasn't familiar with the bar, so I said it was like a stiffish bar. Yeah. So what did I grab? I grabbed the um texas squat bar i wasn't gonna use the mastodon but i was like that just
1: i don't I feel like yeah that that that's tough
0: and that sucked that yeah. sucked so much
1: i uh funny enough my my college gym actually has west side power bars i have no idea how they got there and now like the drexel powerlifting club like they've bought um like an ohio power bar for the team because most of them compete in the U S A P. L. that's the bar they compete on but before that like I guess a few years ago, at some point, whatever leaving class of Drexel powerlifting there was bought, like, four Westside Power Bars. And they're, they're great bars. I see them floating around the gym every now and then. I'm like, none of you realize how cool this is that we yeah. have these. Like, yeah. yeah. Now they're they're beat to shit. They're, uh, like, totally. You yeah. know, they're a few years old they're at a college gym. They're not going to last very long. But, yeah, um, I – every time i i pull with that rack pull bar i just think of you talking about like how unforgiving the axle bar is and i'm like th- i'm like this is that but it's just thinner like it's just dude, it's it, it's bar size but it does not bend at all you get no dude, whip from it
0: that axle bar have you ever deadlifted with an axle bar
1: i have in fr- not like seriously but i it, it's tough bro it's let me tell you something.
0: i so like if you give me like a texas bar i can get around like 720 or whatever yeah. it is but dude let me tell you i i think i think we were working up to uh, we were doing um I think it was like eighty percent or seventy eight percent um for th- for three. So you're gonna go up like three reps go up, three reps go up, three reps go up. And six twenty, let me tell you, I felt every second of it. <laughs> every <laughs> yeah. second of every it. Every one of those pounds, huh? And and it was and what was it was just it was so rough where I, I think I got I barely I hitched the last one so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I got I can't. I I I physically cannot lift anything more.
1: I um i remember when i first jumped ship from the usapl to the uspa and the usapl is really the only fed that when you compete in the deadlift and powerlifting you do it on a stiff bar and every other fed uses a deadlift bar obviously yeah it makes fucking sense but the usapl dogma like they talk so much about the deadlift bar like it puts like 100 pounds on your deadlift like none of them realized that that was a skill like that's that pulling slack is a skill that you have to develop and because of that and because of the the crowd that i was in when i went over they're like you're gonna pull so much more and i was like oh this is gonna be like an easy extra few pounds of my deadlift and it's like you have to learn how to use that, and yeah. for a long time, I probably could have pulled more on a stiff bar than a deadlift bar, just because the, the yeah. positioning changes so much.
0: Well, people don't realize too is you, you always hear that you will pull the slack, pull the slack, yeah, and you'll see people you yank it, but then they just release it, yeah. I'm like you, you, you wasted energy and did nothing And with it's, it.
1: To be fair, it, it is hard to master that technique, and yeah. I I still suck at it sometimes. Just like finding finding my groove, finding my leverages, but like I I see the same. I see a lot of people do all this effort to get tight, and they. From the top, they get all the slack out of the bar and they just let it go, and they get down to the floor, and it's like you just wasted all of all that, that, and oh. you've ruined your positioning, you've destroyed it. But it's it's tough, man. It don't if you're if you're approaching pulling a deadlift bar for the first time, know that it is a skill, and also yeah. it really doesn't make that much of a difference no. until you're above 800 pounds. Yeah. which I would agree. I am not. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, it's
0: it, and what's also wild too is like I always see people. Um, what is it? They were uh, was, well, someone was squatting with it. He got around like four hundred and five pounds, and I'm like, does he not like feel that?
1: Yeah. Like I know I, feel I would terrible
0: feel that. that feels. And I'm yeah. like, and I asked him. I was like, yo, um, d- do you do you feel the difference of that bar? And he's like, no, because 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 like, he goes, well, I see you and well, I'll go. I'll go to Adam, Cody, and I were just staring at the guy because we're trying yeah. to like we're like
1: that's the he's trying to understand that thought. And I would there. I just had to
0: ask him. I'm like, listen, do you know that's like a deadlift bar?
1: And he's like, really.
0: I didn't notice. I'm
1: like, people don't even know what that is, dude. Oh, uh, it blows my mind. Especially when you're at, like... I, lo- I love the gym, but, like, the fact of the matter is, like, it is a gym that anyone can walk into. There's yeah. no, like, vetting process yeah. for that, right? Yeah. Um, Which is just that that's, that's how that gym is structured, which is fine, and it's a great gym. But, like, you will end up having people like that who have no yeah. idea. And it does not matter how many signs poor Jim and Amy put up talking about, like, yep. this bar's for this, this mm-hmm. bar's for this. People just don't pay attention. I, I just don't get how you would... There's bars with center knurling, and you yeah. just pick the one that doesn't have it to squat, dude, to put it on blows your back. My mind. Yeah.
0: And, like, people will come over, and I'm like, dude, like, are you not, like, afraid of that slipping off your back? I should show them the video. There's this, um, it's a fucked up video. I can only watch it once, because I, <laughs> I accidentally saw it. I can't watch lifting uh, videos like that. Yeah. But this guy was squatting, and it's he's, like, here. And the bar comes back, and he snaps both his wrists.
1: Ugh disgusting i know you t- i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. too it and- comes from a lot of people who when they squat they have their hands really really close to their shoulders and they instead of like actually creating upper back tension they pull their elbows mm-hmm. forward which ironically enough kind of destroys the shelf in your upper back oh like, i didn't know that um not not like like destroys it like from an injury perspective but like it ruins any shelf you've built with your traps yeah. Is like pulling your elbows too far too far forward yeah um but if you just keep torquing like this and you have your hands stuck against the static object, like, there is going to be a weak link. You're either going to tear uh, one of a few muscles or you're going to snap your, your arms in half. Oh, my God. It, it, if you succeed oh. in getting your elbows, like, in oh. front of your body. Like, I yeah. I don't understand. I, I just – even thinking about that, like, I'm like, oh, I just strained, like, everything mm-hmm. in my shoulders. Yeah. Like,
0: I, I it, don't know how people do it.
1: Oh, it,
0: it, it infuriates me because it's sometimes it's like – and I get it. Like, I was there, too. And it's like, well, why don't you just like ask someone? And then it was well, funny because yeah. it is intimidating. And you said something that a while ago, and I don't know if you know, but this is like, stuck with me like weeks. We did it like a podcast like two months ago. <laughs> and it was closed mouths. Don't get fed.
1: You see <laughs> what I'm saying? So, you know, it's funny is uh, Zach came in one day and he's like, you got to stop giving away all my fucking sayings, man. <laughs> He's like, you ruined that one for me. Matt's Matt's telling me, oh, Roman said, you said, this, this, and this. And he's like, you got to shut up, dude. He's like, stop you. stealing my thunder.
0: I outed I you right out. You did. <laughs> because, well, because it was funny because we, I think, was it two weeks? It was like two weeks after. I get on like a Sunday, and I'm like, yo, Zach. And he's like, what? And I'm like, dude. So, like, what's with these one-liners, man? And he goes, I got plenty of what can I say, <laughs> and, and I'm cracking up, and yes. um and Zach's like he's like, well, <laughs> what'd you hear? I'm like, well, Roman said on a podcast, one of like 11,000 people. I don't know about if that. If there was not that at that at that point, but um he was like he was like, well, what was it? Like, closed mouths don't get fed. He goes, oh my
1: god, yeah.
0: There's plenty more for the, Where that came from, and I'm like, all right, all I right. give
1: him all credit where it's due. I, I got so many one liners from that guy, and especially like now that I've I've like got him in my grasp. He's like training with me every almost every Thursday now. I uh, it is just a constant stream of those. All I I, I relish in them. I really do. They're That's so great. funny, dude. He's
0: he's he's amazing, and it's it's great. I didn't even mean for him to like take me under his wing because he asked me a while ago, a while ago, like yo like like well, what do you think about this? Like, would you ever try something like this? Something like a video on Instagram, and then it was just Sam. I think um I think I was struggling to get four reps at. 435 mm. just like my old bro bench is what yeah. he called it and he's like well come on outside we'll help you out i'm like all right yeah and zach goes you're done like, oh, <laughs> Dude. that's
1: um that's not like a closed mouth don't get fed moment but that's like one of the moments with zach is like uh he's very willing to help but only if you're willing to listen yeah and like that was how he took me under his wing for a while before i like moved to college and moved to moved to death wish and that was not a, a slight to him at all it was just like I had, to, it was. I had to go to college. I had to, I had to move a little. Um, yeah. But I'm glad I, I kept in touch with him, because especially now having him back on Thursdays, like, just the little the little things, the little tweaks, the little cues, just to be able to pick his brain. And especially when we get to accessory work, because a lot of the brief stuff, like it, it feels weird to say, yeah. but like he's kind of learning from me. Because yeah. the gear that he was, was... You're great to learn from. <laughs> thank you. But it's just, it, his tenure is so incredible, which just sounds yeah. wrong to say. But like the gear he was wearing was not... Gear that we're putting him in now, like what yeah. we have in our gear bin is much more aggressive than anything they had back when he was when he was interning at Westside. So he kind of like comes because the people that coach him down at Fifty Barbell, uh, they want him to kind of get into briefs and maybe try a shirt on at some point. And he's like, "Well, if I'm going to test the waters anywhere, I got a group of people down here who know what they're doing. Like, let me go there, and then when yeah, we get you to guys it,
0: are valid, you guys are valid.
1: Yeah, and th- that's why I gravitated to him because I wanted to learn too, and um them. We finish squat and we get to accessory work, and he kind of takes the reins from there. And we, I, again, I just, it's reciprocity. We, we learn from yeah. each other the whole time. It's awesome.
0: I wish I could like reciprocate in some facet, but I feel like all I'm doing is he goes try this, all right? And, like, <laughs> and I think I was like the one day I was like sweaty because my Sundays are long. I'll usually I'll get there at, like nine or nine thirty, and then I'll do my bench session, and then I go yeah. right to strongman. And I'm like, why are you dripping? I'm Fucking Zach. Yeah. I'm just dripping in sweat. He goes, You know, you can say no. And I'm like, No, it's good to learn. But, dude, I yeah. just.
1: It's tough. Yeah. But I am. Um, what you said, I, I actually struggled with that for a while, like wanting to to give back more than maybe you know at any, any certain yeah. time. Like, when I first came to Deathwish, like, I was definitely under the mentality, like, you know, I always heard Louis say, like, it's not about what Westside can do for you, it's what you can do for Westside. Yeah. And I kind of came to Deathwish with that mentality. I was like, Well, what can I bring to the table? Like, where can I help? What What, like, what knowledge can I impart on anyone else? But, like, at some point you got to realize, like, it's not that nobody wants to learn anything new particularly, like, from you. It's just that, like, you've got to ascend a little higher before you're able to give back. But where it it came hard was, like, I always felt like I wasn't giving enough. So I would always try to give things that – maybe weren't always, like, 100%, uh, like, the right way to say something or the, the right cue to use, yeah, but, yeah. you know, nobody was slighting me for not being able to give back more. They were like, you're here to learn. You're yeah. young. We're fostering you in this journey so that one day, when you pick up on all these things, You'll then you can bring new information to the table. And then yeah. I'd like to think I've, I've like, partially gotten to that point. Still bottom of the totem pole you, uh, it's in just, my eyes, but... It's,
0: it's so funny how you, like... Maybe I'm the same way with certain things, but like I feel like the way. Okay, don't 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 take this the wrong way and like any it <laughs> right? But the way I view you and like your bench is like you're like here above like all all the other people that I know, and I'm just like sitting down here. I feel like every time we talk about like a lift, I'm learning something new, or and I'm just like,
1: <laughs> I, it makes me happy because like I, I love to I love to teach. Like yeah. I not like I like a soapbox or anything, but like the no, reason I say that, I, soapbox. that I like. Uh, to bench so much and i have like such a strong drive specifically to bench more is because i always hated having like a shitty bench mm-hmm. because like in high school when i started lifting like the first thing that like you know every douchebag was like oh well, what, what, do you, you what do you bench what do you mm-hmm. bench and i was always like well my bench kind of sucks and like i was pretty small and then once i i, I was like i'm fucking sick of this like i i want i want a big fucking bench i want you know my bench to be like my best lift and um it always like it was always kind of funny to me because like, I, I feel like I have kind of shorter arms. I should be able to bench. And then mm-hmm. once I, like, unlock stuff, I was, like, jumping up at the town square, like, hey, I figured some stuff out. Like, yeah. everyone, like, I want to share yeah. it with you guys. Like, yeah. let's – because I, I love doing that. Like, the only thing that, like, comes to comparison of me hitting a bench PR for myself is, like, if I tell someone something and they bench more. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. It's so satisfying. Yeah. Or Or really for any lift at this point. But, like, bench specifically I have that kind of intrinsic motivation to get because, like, it's like making younger Roman proud of where he ended up, you know? That's awesome. And I'm sure we all have, like, a few little things yeah. like that. But, like, bench press is just what that was for me. That's awesome.
0: No, it's cool because, like, there's there's so much people can learn just from, like, like not even just, like, your bends, like, your deadlift or, like, if they yeah. wanted to get into gear. But it's interesting that you say that because, like, people go, oh, yeah, well, if I had a bench shirt on, you know, if I had the, uh, <laughs> the the uh, what is it, um, the slingshot, dude, oh, all yeah. that bench, I'm like, oh, dog, there's so much that goes into it because, like, cause like
1: no, nah, no one gets it. Yeah,
0: no yeah. one, no one gets it. And it is funny to see, cause like, um, and I, and I see it all the time. Like, okay, but uh, Jimmy Cole, right? Prime example. One of the best benchers oh in goat. the entire world can do ridiculous amounts of weight raw, but people will see like that thirteen hundred in a shirt.
1: Like, what can he do raw?
0: And It's like, yeah, but then it's like, well, then you go to the comment section, yeah. and it's like people who know what they're talking about. Yo, that's awesome! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you have to be an impressive bencher in general. But then it's like, yo, bro, take the shirt off. Yeah. They don't get yo, it. bro, do do that without the shirt. And I'm like,
1: what? I think, uh I think there's like a gap in perspective almost. Like people who've only ever lifted raw view gear as like cheating. Yeah. But I, I don't know why I gained this perspective. Maybe it was just like getting into getting into conjugate style training early and like taking the liking to like the West Side style and how hardcore it was and how gritty power thing was. But like I always viewed Multiply as like the final frontier, mm-hmm. you know, like – this is like the exploration of of what the body's capable of. How much you can maximum. put in the air, yeah, yeah. Like this is like it does not get better than this. No one's moving more weight than the people that are are in this division, right?
0: What was that? What, what's what's your? Um, I thought I know so much about your Instagram page. It's so embarrassing <laughs> that I'm fanboying over it. But um, what is it? They they tried to bury multiply oh. but they didn't bury
1: it deep and that was that right when, when they killed multiply they didn't bury it deep yes enough. that's what it was yeah. that's what it was yeah. we did a run of death wish shirts a long time ago and we we put that on the back of them and i remember it, ralph it texted me he's like did you make that up and i'm like i feel like i heard it somewhere and he's like i gonna put that on the back of a shirt but like i don't want to get it i don't want to like step on anyone's like toes with copyright we looked forever we couldn't find it anywhere and i think like when the wpo first came back they did like they called it like from the ashes and they had a really sick line of T-shirts, and I think like I in my head like put that together with something else I heard somewhere else, and like oh. thought that was like a saying. And it was funny. Um, do you know who Chad Ikes is? I can't say it. it's either. a really really great uh, multiplayer lifter, team lead FTS. Um, really interesting story. Uh, a lot of stuff to do with his um sleep or lack thereof, like staying up for multiple days at a time, crazy oh. stuff. But he DM'd me out of nowhere, and he was like. Dude, I love your bio. I think that's so sick, and I was like starstruck. I was like, "Holy shit, you're Chad Ikes, dude!" <laughs> I was like, "You're the fucking man." Yeah, he's got um. After this, you got to look up some of his squat. But oh, uh, he's yeah, a yeah. lunatic again under a squat bar. It was real cool. But he's yeah, it was funny. I like that saying.
0: Uh, it is great. I mean, you can kind of use it like for anything. It's like uh, yeah. they try to kill dude. That we that was from something. I, that's what I'm saying. No, It wasn't. It wasn't multiply. It was. It was. They when they when they tried to kill, they didn't bury it deep enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I
1: might have added multiply to that. Yeah. Like, but that that format of oh saying has to be from somewhere. Dude, there's gonna, no way I made that up. I, I'm convinced. There's no way. I'm that giving I you credit,
0: but I'm gonna find it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to take credit because I swear I heard it somewhere else. Dude, and I was when trying to. I, I looked for was it, hours. Was it when
0: they try to kill metal? They
1: why was it? Maybe it could when have been using genres like when they when they try to kill hardcore. They, they didn't bury it deep enough.
0: There is something
1: The only thing I can oh. think of that's similar is like um like the blank train is come and get with it or get ran over. Yeah, yeah Like that yeah. that one I hear a lot. Yeah. Right. Um and me and my friends jokingly say that to each other like yeah. when well, we're going through prep and whatnot. But like I must have conflated like two sayings. That's I, good I for swear you. It's good I heard bio. it somewhere, dude. I really do. But I if I made it up, I made it up. I don't know.
0: <laughs> when they tr- No, because Oh, it's gonna bother me. I'm not gonna stress over it.
1: It's bothered me for like three years at this point. Trust me, because once it got brought to my attention that it's not from somewhere else, I'm like, hold on, this is like a Mandela effect thing. Like this is, you know,
0: dude, that's so. Speaking of the Mandela <laughs> effect, I'm gonna to like totally switch gears, but there's this guy on TikTok where he has like a like like a safe, yeah, and he'll open it up, and it's called like the Mandela safe, and you know, like how like there was something like like, like the uh, the fruit of the loom. Yeah. doesn't have the cornucopia that's my favorite one the, f- the cornucopia he found one
1: really yes
0: i don't know if okay i'm you i am to send me that later i will i will find it later it's, uh, i'll send you the account and i'll try to put it up on the uh, on the on the not the green screen it's a, it's an actual screen um <laughs> spent so the much giant m- flat screen, you giant have down flat here. screen yeah giant flat screen that's falling out of the thing without the d- anyways um but where was i oh yeah i'll send you the account because like he, there's a whole bunch of stuff it was um it was the fruit of the loom was the one that i that I that stuck in my brain me too and yeah. then
1: berenstein bears berenstein, the yeah, yeah. My, berenstein, my dad berenstein? was freaked out about that one the barons oh. i think it's berenstein bears like S-T-A-I-N. oh yeah, yeah yeah but that one like the fruit of the loom one's interesting because that's the only one that's really like odd like a cornucopia is not a common thing right and like Berenstein would be a common spelling, like a common name suffix would be e i n. So stain to steen, I could see how someone would mix that up. And like the other things are little, but like the cornucopia and the Fruit of the Loom logo, that's a weird one because it's not even a word that most people know. And a lot of people cite knowing what a cornucopia is From from their underwear. Yeah. Oh, I was
0: gonna say from the Hunger Games. Oh that's, well, that 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 too. Okay, but that's before the Hunger Games was like yeah. popular,
1: yeah. a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I that's the thing on the fruit of the loo." Yeah, that's logo. on the underwear. Like, that's the they would point to. Well, Where I remember
0: specifically when that happened. I think someone sent me like an Instagram reel, or I guess with a video that wasn't real yet, and it was like, "Yo, bro, there was never a cornucopia," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "What does this mean?" <laughs> you should understand. Like it, like, it pops up on my phone. I'm, I pop up on like a phone call or something or something stupid, and I'm like, "What?" It might have been Geo. I don't know if you remember Geo. <laughs> yeah, it might have been Geo. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? And I'm like, wait. And I'm like, and, then, and, and I and need to like, understand. I when I, I was still I think I was still here at the time. Um, I was I ran upstairs looking for my underwear. And I'm like, – yeah. dude, it was insane.
1: But that yet, was the first thing I did too. Like, because when I heard about that, I think I still had a few pairs of Fruit of the Loom underwear, done. and I was like. You're joking! Like this is a hey, that's such a that's that's a real mind fuck. Yeah, that that, that Mandela effect one. There was another one. That's yeah. that's like the greatest evidence that I think any of us have for like the parallel universes theory is that there's a universe out there exactly like this one, but the Fruit of the Loom logo has a cornucopia in it. Well, there's this <laughs> uh,
0: there's this um this this theory that in 2012 the world did end. I heard that. But okay, yeah. so you know where it was I'm like at? A rift in the timeline. Yes, yeah, so was a yeah. rift, and we ch- we trickled and um. Came into a separate timeline, but then we took it over. That's just how it was. Yeah. It just popped in, so that's why we're seeing uh, differentials. There was another one. It was like, um, oh my god, it's gonna bother me. But there, there was a whole bunch of them, and it was like, well, this is like the first effect. Well, hey, you remember this date? Never happened. Or it's yeah. like, yeah.
1: You want to hear a really crazy? Because we're, we're derailing a little bit before we, before we get back on track of any semblance of structured conversation. One of my favorite conspiracy theories is brought to me by, by one of my buddies from the Midwest, Ian Decker. And um, he told me that his friend had told him, um, you know psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah. It's like magic mushrooms. They have no ancestry. Like we have no real idea of how they got here. So what he said, was, do you know, the uh, like the stoned ape theory? No. Like, that religion came from ancient civilizations eating mushrooms, hallucinating together. Oh, seeing. I actually had not heard that, no. Okay, well, there's a theory that, like, a lot of religion came from different cultures eating mushrooms, and they would uh, they would hallucinate together, they would, like, see mythical figures, and that was how they got the concept for, you Mythology know, different beings and, and like gods okay. and whatnot. Um, that's also why they always wanted had, like, rain dances, because not only did it bring food, it brought mushrooms up, but the, the theory that his... My, my friend's friend had was that you know there's no ancestry to the psilocybin mushroom so they're business cards left by god like if you find me eat me and i will take you to me like that's the theory that his buddy had and i was like that's the craziest thing i've ever heard and i love it like i love that theory because I, how Dude, else I actually have <laughs> right but isn't that like a mind-blowing one like that that's... that makes <sighs> so much sense if you think about like I don't know how ch- I. I don't actually know the ancestry of the psilocybin mushroom. I am taking it at face value that there's no no ancestral lineage to it, no yeah. evolutionary lineage to it. And I'm not pretending that I'm like an expert on psychedelics or anything. But like, all that being true, like it makes it makes a lot of fucking sense. Is all I'm saying. Like dude, that's pretty crazy, uh, ain't it?
0: I wish that, I wish uh, oh my god, not Zach. I Wish Kyle was here because when him and he I did the podcast, he loved it. So yeah. do I. Like
1: that's that's all. Like, I talk to Kyle about that shit all the time, dude. Because we I went, I texted
0: him. At like one in the morning one night, because I saw um, I saw no, no Wade from uh I don't know if you know Wade I can't remember his last name but he lives at the gym, he mm. sent me like a like a TikTok Ring-a-bell. uh like or like an Instagram reel and it put me down this rabbit hole and I texted him yeah. like yo when you want to do a conspiracy yeah. theory let's try this and oh my god
1: Kyle does love that shit I I always get like videos from him on Instagram at mm-hmm. like random intervals it's yep like, just mind blowing stuff but yeah I love the I love the like mushrooms being business card, so cards cards cool. for god. I think that's so cool.
0: Eat them, come find me and I'll
1: <sighs> Yeah, eat them, eat them and I'll I'll show you who I am. Like I, it blows my mind. But anyways, bench press. Uh... Holy
0: shit! <laughs> I don't we just we derailed, dude. Oh, that's funny. Oh god. But yeah. but yeah, so have you ever eaten a mushroom on a bench press?
1: No, I've never I've never done any psychedelics, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm a very boring person outside of the gym.
0: That's right I'm just I'm like, scared to take psychedelics.
1: That's the only class of drug that I'm really curious about. So much, but like, I won't do. Here's here's the real factor, right? Like, I'm an adult. I live on my own. Realistically, could I wanted to? Hearing from my friends how long those trips are, like, I don't have 16 hours no. to put aside. Like, no. that's not. No, I <laughs> I have too much shit going on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I you know, ultimately, I'm scared of any any negative effects that we previously so I. unforeseen. I I don't really ever see myself actually doing them, but like. It's always a fun thought, but it's like, I can't set aside 16 hours.
0: Not even that, dude. Because like, it's like, they say when you come down, like, so this is, so that was another reason why I oh, like into the it. serotonin depletion. So, yeah. like, what I was worried about was, they're like, oh, it's like 12 hours, whatever it is. And I'm like, I got to be up.
1: Like, dude, six. I, have shit to, I have a job. Like, yeah. I, I train. Like, I I do shit. I'm, uh, you know, like, yeah. I don't get it.
0: I'm just, I'm also, the, the biggest factor I haven't done them, though. Is because I'm afraid that I'm gonna have a really bad trip. And I i like, killing that. myself. Yeah. that's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about.
1: Some of my, some of my buddies in college have done it, and they said like, that is a fear that everyone has. But like, you just kind of get over it. And I was like, I'll take your word for it. Not really gonna take that risk for myself. Yeah, Sorry. no, I'm okay. Thank <laughs> you. Like, that's that's a bit of a, a high ticket risk there. Um, oh God! But it's the, the time thing blows my mind. I'm like, where do you find 16 hours to just hallucinate? Like where where does that fit do you, into what your do you schedule? Do? I don't know. I, I I've never gotten an answer. They're just like, well, like, you know, I see shit. And I'm like, Again, like what what Dude, does that mean?
0: I don't think I could sit down for twelve hours and not do or sixteen hours and not do something.
1: I know my one buddy talked about uh doing mushrooms and like going swimming and I was like, that sounds terrifying to me like that. Like I feel like being in that that altered of a state, and then swimming in like I think he was in the ocean. I was like, dude, I would I would lose it. Like, yeah, my imagination running rampant. Sober in the ocean is enough to make me not want to swim in the ocean for yeah. that long. Like yeah. I don't, dude. I I, I digress.
0: I, I can't even smoke weed. Like it's just, yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I can't, I can't, dude. But I don't, no worries. Yeah. So, um, I'm not at the bench press. Yeah. <laughs> we went on the. Like anyways, pretty so fun tangent. That was a fun tangent. I wish
1: I like conspiracies. Cons- oh, conspiratorial stuff is fun.
0: Well, that was but. one of the things that like the the idea for this podcast was going to be like just me having some people on, yeah, and just doing conspiracies and that strictly that. And then I did that. The first one did pretty well, but then like I really enjoyed like doing this,
1: and I was like, I'm feeling what yeah. yeah. Well, I think if you, you know, what you created with like a one on one podcast is it can really take any direction, yeah. and you have a very universal appeal depending who's on, like almost like a chameleon, like. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, a, a thing there, but no, I think it, I think it's awesome. Well, thank you, I appreciate that.
0: Now, <laughs> when it comes to squatting,
1: oh jeez, yeah, yeah. I um, speaking of squatting, I actually like the meet that I'm going into in June. Um, originally, I wanted to do a bench only meet because I, I actually came off a pretty good full power meet. at total 1965 at, at 198. <laughs> I think when we did that that podcast I was done with that meet. like I already yeah. done. That, I'm pretty sure because it was in December um, came off that and I was like, I want to start getting closer to a 700 bench. Well this this meet opens up the IPA strength spectacular and it's it's York barbell meet and um, I've done those I've done those before um, they're, they're nothing really they, they weren't anything crazy for a while but now a new meat director got to take over this guy Rob Farrell. Really great meet director. Apparently this is becoming like kind of the, the PA pro series that he's been running in areas is, is coming down to York. And I'm like, well, now this is within striking distance from me. And there is a title belt and money on the line. So I was like, all right, well, I got through my hat in the ring. Look at the entry sheet. It's only full power. And I'm like, well, shit, I don't have briefs yet. And my bench shirt's starting to give out. So I'd been waiting on briefs from overkill. There were supply chain issues with that because of that. Rudy was like, you know, You've been waiting for a long time. I appreciate your patience. I'll cut you a good deal on a bench shirt if you need one. I said, I actually do right now. He had a new material I wanted to test out. Got the bench shirt many, many weeks ago now. Um, It was perfect. I I touched the first night in it exactly like he said it was. Very good material. Squatting, on the other hand, I didn't get these briefs until like two weeks ago. And this this meets, I think I'm four or five weeks out. So, so oh. that's not really a good decision, by the way, is to, like, sign up for a meet before you have the gear. But here I am doing it again. Um, you to put, you put your hand in the ring, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I kind of knew going into this meet, I was like, this is going to be experimental. And I've kind of reached the conclusion that, like, I'm either going to go to this meet and bomb on depth because I haven't figured out my gear combo yet on squats, Or I'm going to have, like, a great meet. Like, because yeah. my, my bench opener is higher than I benched last meet. Um, My deadlift has been on fire. And my squat's been strong it's just depth is very very inconsistent and it's new gear combo could have a different uh a new a new slightly new style of squatting i've been trying to dip at the bottom of my squat and i i think i've gotten these things to click but it really just depends who's gonna be sitting in the side judging chairs i was just gonna day. say it was you like know? the last time with your uh with your beautiful yeah. squat depth you had i got away with a pretty high squat i got a gift you know but um i will say this like definitely a high squat i was surprised that it passed not mad that it did because i'm not retiring on that squat and it wasn't an all-time world record so it's not really hurting anybody it's just i will squat more deeper later um will that be this next meet i i don't know um but i i knew i knew when i signed up for this meet i'm like this is going to be experimental like this is going to be a clusterfuck no matter what i do yeah but um i mean if i can just get one squat in i know like all my nerves will go away that that day um because my bench shirt is is going great, and my deadlifts going really well too. With just with some programming changes I made it, or I made. Um, but the squat is just uh, it's gonna be a wild card. I'm either gonna have a great squat or I'm gonna have no squat. So,
0: so when you're in a meet, right? I've never I've never been to a PL meet. Yeah. So, you have three lifts, three disciplines, and yeah. you're in total you're doing quote
1: unquote nine reps. Nine, technically, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what are you doing? So you're there pretty much all day, right?
1: depends who's running the meet and how well it's run um i've heard tell of meets going from like eight in the morning till one in the morning the next day most of the meets that i've been to i've been to some longer some shorter um multi-platform meets like the usapr runs run way faster but the consequence of that is if you're having more than one platform it's usually a combo rack and uh i obviously can't do that like monolith meets just because of how expensive monoliths are and how, how big they are you know, you don't really see multi platform stuff in, in the multiply side anymore. Um, so they usually I mean it's definitely an all day affair. If, if you're if you're competing full power, it is you're there all day. Now there are there are lots of bench only meets or push pull meets that run a lot faster. Like there's a meet every year in March, uh, the Bristol Big Bench and I know that one RPS meet, I've done it a few times. Lifting starts at ten in the morning, you're usually out of there by like one or two. Or 1 oh 10, wow. Which is awesome. That's like the 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 best meet um if you're if you're doing bench only but you know if it if it's a full power meet you just got to kind of and i mean even outside of the running of the meet you got to factor in like you've got a a lot of cases 30 plus lifters they've got to warm up for squat they've got to take three squat attempts they've got to warm up for bench take three bench attempts warm up for deadlift take three deadlift attempts like that is it's just a lot of things to do in one day yeah regardless of how well the meet is run so the best i've seen really is like four hours and that was the WPO that was on ESPN. They ran, but they ran an insanely tight ship. And if you ask lifters who did that meet, really was not conducive to their best performance for most of them. Really? They're very rushed. People were like warming up for bench with their briefs still on. They're getting rushed to the platform. Um, really cool meet, and it was it was on ESPN, which was awesome. That was a really big deal for for multiply powerlifting, but. How tight of a ship they ran it just is not really yeah. like what the rest of the sport is like. Like I would not say it's a fair comparison.
0: <clears throat> yeah, because I the the reason I ask is because I know how it is. Like at like um, my meets or my shows, mm. I usually have five lifts, and it's it usually we're out of there for five six, and that's yeah. that's n- includes like podiums. What right? time
1: you guys start? Like eight in the morning. <sighs>
0: weigh-ins are usually around like seven thirty eight. Yeah, we we'll start lifting at ten.
1: Oh, you guys have two hour weigh-ins. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So what are you what are you doing between those lifts?
1: Between okay, so So let's depend, say you depends squat how at, many flights there are, right? Okay, so yeah. in powerlifting, usually say you have a thirty lifter meet, there's really two routes the meet director can take. They can say, We're gonna have two flights of fifteen lifters. What that means is flight one starts, lifter one takes his first squat, lifter two takes his first squat, all the way down to fifteen. Then lifter one takes his second squat, lifter two takes his second squat, on fifteen, and then the third attempt, and then the second flight does the same thing. Yeah. Usually, what ends up happening is the first flight gets to warm up early, and then while the second flight is or while the first flight is squatting, the second flight's warming up for squat. Mm-hmm. Then, when the second flight starts squatting, the first flight starts warming up for bench. So you can kind of stagger it. Yeah. I've seen meets do like more flights with less people that makes them run a little faster between yeah. attempts you have less time to, to rest between attempts but usually um <laughs> sorry if you're if you're between like if it's not your flight you're usually warming up for the next lift yeah um or you're you're snacking or you're having like someone do, like i've had between flights having like soft tissue work done on me if i've like mm-hmm. strained something or sure. whatever so <laughs> sorry it's you all good it's yeah. all those
0: mushrooms you've been smoking yeah
1: <laughs> No, it's, it's all the pollen in the air. Dude. i um, <laughs> getting annihilated. You want water? No, all right. You sure? All right. Yeah, t- tough time for people with allergies in the spring. <laughs> Tell me but, about it. Yeah, there's not it. – there is and there isn't a lot of free time to stand around at meets. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of time to stand around between attempts, but you're always kind of, like, looking into doing something. Like, you're yeah. about to do something. The only exception is, like, say you're in the first flight. Deadlifts finish. Now you gotta wait for the second or third flight to get done before you get your trophy. Yeah, so there's a lot going on.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so that makes sense. I guess I was just curious. because I know they got like shows. Yeah. They'll they'll rotate events, mm-hmm. but you are waiting around for a decent amount of time. Like you're not oh, always really? just go. Oh yeah. I mean like, uh, not beer muscles was ran beautifully, but when I was at like Delaware, like I, I could have taken a nap.
1: And it's, dude. I, I'll tell you like the the meat director makes a big difference. Oh yeah. Like, and I'm sure you can corroborate. Like I have had meets where my first multiply meat was a bench only meet in Jersey and I, the judges were taking like half hour breaks to eat between flights. Uh they broke one of the monoliths in the warm up room, so people were having to warm up on the platform, which meant a flight couldn't compete while everyone was warming. Like clusterfuck stuff, dude. Um and that that happens when you have a lesser meat director and then we were there from like eight in the morning till 10 at night. And now I wasn't competing until 10 at night. I finished my shit by like one because you I finished. You have to wait. I had to wait till deadlifts were done to, uh, to get my trophy and go home. Now I could have left with went to open powerlifting, but first month play meet wanted the trophy and I was hanging out with people there. I yeah. met a lot of people at that meet. It was a good time. Um, I would do it again in a heartbeat to be honest with you. I know no one else liked it cause it, it took yeah. forever, but I had a great day cause of the people that were there. Yeah. Um, and that makes
0: a big difference. Yeah, it do- that oh, makes a big it does. difference.
1: Because if you're sitting around a bunch of people who are miserable and they're not having good days, the energy's terrible, and you're like, "Dear God, get me out of here." Yeah. But like, that was a day. That was the first time I met everyone from Deathwish Barbell. I met a lot of people uh, from Atlantic uh, City Barbell. Nice, I met a lot of people yeah. from a bunch of different gyms. Uh, some people from Ctx Barbell flew up from Florida. It was super cool. Um, it was like a huge who's who of that year of Multiply Powerlifting. Yeah, that's awesome. Fun. It's a really good introduction to to lifting in gear, but on the same token, I could say if I was competing full power by deadlifts, I would have been smoked. I would have been, I would yeah. have been done. I, it would have been such a long day; I would not have been able to really keep it together.
0: I don't know, man. That would have pissed me off. I would it's have been tough. so mad because, like, I, I've been at wrestling tournaments where, uh, oh, like,
1: we've both done wrestling yeah. tournaments that are ridiculous,
0: and I know sometimes, like, I would literally be taking a nap in yeah. the in the stands when I was at Delaware. I'm like. I just got done card deadlifting, and now I have to go wait to run this keg, and yeah. they're running everyone at one event. So now it's like they'll run, they'll do um, uh, you'll, not so much flights, but it's like lightweight women's, and then you do middleweight women's, yeah, and then the, that's all novice. Then you got to do the open, where it's like the, not not like, uh, like there's just novice and open, so you have the weight classes, but yeah, and then it's like once that's done, men. So me, who's <laughs> fat, I have to wait for novice women's open women's novice men. You are the last and then, of the last, alas, the last.
1: That's um, I definitely have a similar fate. Like especially if I'm doing like a bench only meet, like yeah, I can't hold a candle to the people at like baddest bencher in Texas, where you have to bench a grand to get into that meet. But like at a local meet, first of all, usually I'm the only multiplay lifter there. Yeah, which means by default, my numbers are totally warped. So, I'm always, like, the very end of the last flight, which means, like, I get there at 8, and I don't even touch a squat bar to warm up until, like, 9, 30, 10, and I'm just like, what am I doing here? But you don't ever want to get there late, because on the off chance that, like, you're not in the last flight, or in the off chance that, like, you have to be there for rules or something, or they DQ you, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I gotta be here to sit through this, yeah. you know? And I, you brought wrestling tournaments. You remember SEPAs? Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, remember, oh, yeah. like, you, you wouldn't even, you would be, like, out of the tournament, but you still had to show up. Yep. That was the, <laughs> that was yep. the worst. Yep. Especially like funnily enough, if you gave a shit about wrestling and you were out of the tournament, it was so much harder to be there than yeah. if you didn't care at all. Like if you yeah. didn't make varsity and you still had to show up to the meet, like it was it was brutal to sit through all that and like yeah. just watch other people do what you want to be doing.
0: Yeah. And what and <laughs> See, like, that was the whole thing with, like, with, with wrestling It's just, like, you're just there all day. Like, I yeah. hated tournaments. Like, I loved <laughs> wrestling more than anything in the world. It was, I hated tournaments because yeah. I, would, I would have all this anxiety all day to just wrestle total, of, like.
1: Especially if you compete at, like, the end of the day mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there simmering the whole time and you're, like, you're not at home, so you're not eating the shit you're usually eating. You're, like, in a place that usually you don't really know where you're going. You're getting lost going to the bathroom, this, yep. that, and the other. That would have
0: been a quick time. And it, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, again, like, you know, there were kids who were there just to be there, like, because their parents were them do something to be athletic. But if you gave a shit about athletics, it was so much harder to be there and, like, not be on varsity or have been locked out and, like, just be watching. Every- like, you're supporting everyone. You're doing your best. But you're yep. like, I just had a shit day, and i got to be here for another 12 hours. Yep, what the fuck am I going to do with myself?
0: And the worst was like when uh I don't know if you remember this one from high school. The, the
1: worst is when you ran into the kid that just kicked your ass after oh, you got knocked my out of the tournament. God. You're like, what the fuck do I do to this?
0: Dude, it made me so mad because yeah. <laughs> all the heavyweights were all just fat fucks. But we're all so nice. It's like I would just, I would like lose a match or like whatever. And I'd like I'd be like, I'm just sitting there and he goes, Hey man, get mad. I'm like, dude. God damn it, oh, shit, yeah. man! so mad. I remember, oh, God. a lot of
1: the because I was just in the lighter weight class. A lot of yeah. those kids are just full of piss and vinegar, no matter what. Yeah, and like some of them are real weird. Like you yeah. did not even want to talk to them. You're like, geez, get me away from you, man. I just <laughs> what so a you,
0: time. You gotta listen, listen. You gotta do one strongman meet.
1: I'm not saying I never. You gotta will. do one. I honestly, I said you no, do a strongman, I'll do I a never will meet. just to spite Jimmy, because he was like, "You'll be doing strong, man. just you wait." And I'm like, "No, I won't, old man." So now I can't. <laughs> I already, no, Jimmy. I already told him I never do one. What if I pay for your them. next meet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I will no, pay no. for your fed and your meat. No, listen, I will, I will definitely like try strongly at some point. It's just not going to be soon. I have too many goals I want to take off in of yeah, powerlifting you, yeah. that like I, I want to stay on that path. And it, I'm sure you're the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and uh, the only reason I would do a PL meet is for the sole purpose of being in the mutant mafia. The mutant mafia. The only, yeah. this the sole reason I would Was, do it. Yeah, I am. Um,
1: yeah. I do think though it would be it would be much easier for you to do a powerlifting meet because you kind of squat deadlift regardless. Like yeah. I never do cake yeah. shit or like Atlas Stones. And like yeah. you can argue till you're blue in the face about the potential carryover of those movements to They're powerlifting re- stuff. And I agree that being yeah. stronger all around and all those things build your upper back like like nothing else. Um it's more just the risk to reward ratio. And right? that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, dude and personally access to it. Like I don't I don't have it anymore.
0: Well see that's the thing is People say like, "Oh yeah, pal, you can just transfer right into." I'm like, "Dude, let me tell you. For squat benching and deadlifting my entire life, yeah. the 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 transfer over was so hard. It's skill position, dude. It's yeah. all skill." And it's like it's like you you, you would think oh, I was picking up a sandbag. I'm like, "Yeah, you can pick up a th- like like <laughs> like okay, pick up a three cuz like when I first did, I'm like, "All right. I'm like in the mid 6s right now. I'm like, I I I am deadlifting this much. This 300 ass p- sandbag." Yeah should be nothing
1: it's it's just a sandbag until you go to pick it up because i've yeah. i've tried to pick up uh some of those bigger sandbags at the gym and it's not fucking easy more or less running with them are you like you get be out of your mind if you think that's easy by the way like yeah. i just yep. if you're if you're some you know macho pops like i deadlift 800 and you know i don't need to do any fucking cardio that's that that strong match it's easy that's only 300 pounds like definitely need the ego check of going up and getting stapled to the floor by one or dude, having it fall gross. off your back <sighs> yeah oh it's not easy oh dude guess, guess what if it was easy every everyone, everyone would be doing do strong it. man yeah.
0: yeah i don't know man it's just yeah you would do greater than me oh. that'd
1: be fun i would like to do, I, I would do it someday but probably probably when i'm older probably when yeah. i have like peaked in powerlifting and came back down i'm just <laughs> looking for something to do like, <laughs> so when you so
0: when you're all done all i'm washed decrepit. up yeah <laughs> oh god
1: well i'm too and again like I'm sure you're the same way. Like I'm very, uh, like tunnel vision to like this is what I want to do. Like these are the rankings I want to get. I want to break this record. I want to break that record. Like, actually, my girlfriend hates me because I uh, on my desk I hung on my wall like a list of ten people who whose totals I want to beat and whose benches I want to beat. And I look at that like every day. Mm -hmm. And I have it. I have it on the wall, like in our living room, Mm -hmm. because my desk is in our living room because we've one bedroom apartment. You know, college life, but. Uh, it used to say kill list. And she's like, can you not have that hanging up in her living room? And I was like, all right, fine. I, I just wrote beat them oh, instead. I would to um, that,
0: dude. Kill I, uh, list.
1: But I, I like – again, like it's just – it's obsessive. It's like these are specific things yeah. I want to do. And I, I have this conversation with my buddy um, Joe Jackson all the time. Like I always kind of tease him. I'm like, you know, you should get in gear. It's a lot of fun. And you like hanging out with us because he's a raw lifter. And he's a really good raw lifter. He competes at the American Pro. He does like all the biggest meets, and um, he's like, "Well, I want to squat a grand raw," and I'm like, I, "Like, I, I can't say anything like that because like I get it. Yeah, like I had goals raw before I got into gear too, and I'm yeah. like, well, he's like stay your course, like, yeah. like do it.' And other people like they don't get it. They're like, Oh, once you get into gear, you're not gonna give a shit about your raw numbers.' And that might be true, but like I would always rather steer someone into gear after they've checked checked that last box. Yeah, so they never have anything to look back on. Oh, dude, you know, to squat a grand raw. He's close. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's over eight in sleeves. Jesus, yeah, um, he's a real good, dude. I, you know uh, his Instagram's is Delco Jesus. You might know him from that.
0: Maybe, but I don't want to say yes because then I'm wrong.
1: Really good guy. He floats into our gym every now and then to uh, to train with us or fuck around. Um, he's coached by uh, another really awesome raw lifter. This guy John, and um, everyone always like kind of razzes him whenever whenever he comes to our gym. It's like, why don't you put briefs on? We got stuff that would fit you. <laughs> but I always like. I look at him. I, just, I get it. Like I yeah, see it. No, right? I understand it. Yeah. So,
0: I don't know, dude. There's just there's just something about like, I don't know. Like, I I want people to just compete in one thing one time. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be golf. I agree. With it Could you. be badminton. Because there's just there there's just something about like the butterflies you get on game day. Yeah. You're weighing in. You're not worried about anything. But like, then it's like, okay, you you have, like. A, B, and C are all going, and you know after C goes... You're up. You're up. Yeah. And eyes are on you. And not everyone gets that, like, to understand Dude, what it's like.
1: I wholeheartedly agree with you, and I think it's really easy to pick people who, like, have never had to push themselves in their life before. Yeah. I think it's really easy to see, and I think it's a huge, not only a disadvantage, but it's really a disservice to yourself yeah. to never, like, see how you perform under pressure. And I'm not saying you had to play school sports. am not saying no. you had to play high school football, but, like... Dude, it could be a fucking League of Legends tournament. Like, I if you just like to have heat on you and to like, like, and just to prove to yourself that you can do these things under pressure. Exactly. I think it's such a, you learn so much by yourself. I,
0: I, you could not have said it any better. Yeah. Like literally couldn't have said it any better.
1: And the other thing is, like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You you don't gotta do it again. Yeah. But I do think everyone should like try it once. And I think like power raw power thing especially is very accessible. If you can swap bench and deadlift, you can do, you can do a meet. And know this gym membership learn. is
0: like twenty five bucks.
1: Yeah, you do not need yeah. to spend a lot of money to get to a gym with, with barbells at this point.
0: And the other thing too is people always go, "Oh, well, I need a coach, I need a coach." I'm like, "Dude, no, shut y'all. up, shut up!" One, you don't need a coach, and two, <laughs> you know how many fucking like jarheads like me who will just <laughs> who, will, who will who will answer your DMs and go, "Don't do that, dude." I would do this. Hey, I- be careful.
1: First of all, not only will so many people answer your your DMs, knowledgeable people like you, not jarheads, by the way, you're very knowledgeable. Thanks, but uh, elitefts. slash education, you can find thousands of oh, free see, articles. <laughs> like I, yeah. What what more do you need? And like not YouTube, only does, YouTube University. Oh my God, YouTube Elitefts Westside, like Elitefts especially if you're getting into powerlifting. Not only do they have so many free articles about um every aspect of hmm. every strength sport, but their like team lead FTS elite FTS athletes used to write down their training logs. Oh, you could look at I exactly didn't know that. what the and at the time like, you know when it was Damn. Matt Croc and Chad Ikes and uh, oh. you know Wendler and all them like you could look at exactly what they were doing at yeah. that time and yeah. you could look at their entire training cycles and they would write notes like I wasn't feeling too great today called an audible didn't didn't push it too heavy went hard on accessories like you can see exactly what goes through an entire training cycle. Now I know. I didn't even know. That. Cr- I didn't know that. But it's such a powerful thing because many people are like, okay, I can understand, like, maybe, like, the microcycle, but how does this fit into the bigger picture? Or I can understand the big picture, but, like, what exactly are, like, the actual means and methods I'm using day of, like – if you struggle to see that, and admittedly, like I did for a long time, mm-hmm. I needed to see these things laid out.
0: Dude, I still struggle with it sometimes. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you, I do.
1: Especially going like <clears throat> from linear to conjugate to like first here, <laughs> like because yeah. Louis states it when you read Louis, and he's a great resource. Um, it's like, oh, you know, All right, We babe. do our we do our max effort work, and then it's it's three to five special exercises. And it's like, okay, what is what does it look like on paper? Like, what are these three to five special exercises? And then you go on the FTS and you see the training logs, and you're like. This is what that looks like. Yeah. This is a day of training. And then, like, you can piece together everything yeah. from there.
0: And what's cool, too, is I, I wish people would also just try things. Like, <clears throat> you'll always yeah. hear, like, uh, 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 Bulgarian split squats. Yeah. Everyone hates them, no yeah. one likes doing them. So, a lot of people will, like, avoid them or, yeah. like, goblet squats. It's mm-hmm. so, like, do you throw a plate on lunches. the ground? Long. Lunch. yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I avoid lunges. I do I we do. all we all have our things we avoid I don't, you don't know, you don't have to do to like actually understand I don't know if you were, if you remember this but there was one that I was training and you were training and you took the safety squat bar and you were just walking with like 315 just down yeah, the turf
1: that's I I miss having the space to do that that's yeah. really brutal if you want a very difficult way to build your core your trunk from every angle very fast uh, get a safety squat bar put a quarter or a plate on and just take a walk yeah. um, I learned that Greg Panora told a story that yeah, when he got yeah. to West Side, his core was weak, and Louis put the safety on his back and made him walk a mile and a half through the ghetto and then back to the gym with, I think, uh, like 115 or 155 on his back. And he, said he, he got back, and he dropped it off, and he threw up. Um, it's, a, it's a weird feeling because when you're walking, it feels like you're trying to breathe underwater. Yeah, And then you put the bar back in the rack, and you almost feel like your body inflate. <laughs> like all the air comes back. It's, cra- it's very difficult, but it's very, very rewarding. I
0: don't know. I mean, that's that's just that's that's just so wild to me. What? Just, just 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 the fact that like you just think, okay, he's working his core. He needs to build his legs, his quads, his hamstrings. What should I do? Oh, this sixty five pound bar. Take a hike. Take a hike. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, take a hike. Like Scram. to me, it's, it, it blows my mind because like like okay, so like let's say like there's sandbags, right? Yeah. Let's say I have a carry, and it's for distance, right?
1: Great core builder too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> In not the same
0: way. Say say I have to I have to just build up or I have to build my core. I might only grab the 260 and just walk yeah. with that for a while. Or like a uh, prime example, um, with the Conan's wheel coming up. Tough one. You're gonna you're gonna have the you don't you don't have one all the time. Yeah. So you got you have to go grab the uh, the oak and just hold that. Like literally, I don't know if you can see like the bites. I don't think they went away. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah,
1: right yeah, dude. It's hard. Take a hike. The the reason. Grab the sandbag and the safety squat bar walk um, almost provide a similar feeling to me, having done both. Like, and it's because the camber of the safety squat bar puts the weights like five inches in front of your face. Yeah. And if you're holding a sandbag in front of you, the load is distributed in a similar pattern. And it's that's how you get all that that mid-bag yeah. that's how you get all that core work in because you're yeah. constantly fighting the balance, right? Yeah. Um, arguably, the yoke is, is very similar too, depending on how you load oh. it. Um, oh. I, I still do think... And maybe this is because I, I don't have the skill to push the yoke or the sandbag hard enough. I think the safety squat bar walk is, if you're looking to build your core, the hardest of the three. In my in my I, opinion, and I want to disagree with you. Yeah, but I I've, I've never had done the people, safety squat
0: bar, so I can't say personal experience.
1: We're worth trying, but I've had people argue too like the yoke's harder, the yoke's harder. And I'm like, the yoke's just a little if you load the yoke evenly, it's a little more balanced. That's yeah. the only reason I'd say it's easier. Yeah. It's harder in other ways. Like I think it's harder to sustain it for as long because yeah. it's the apparatus is heavy by default. But I think like the sa- anything you do with the safety squat bar yeah. sucks. By the way, it's very, oh, yeah. very punishing. But walking with it is like hell. If you ever
0: get the chance, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think you can overhead press?
1: Oh, the bar, I, I fucking hate overhead Fuck. pressing, dude. I, I was gonna
0: say, I was gonna suggest like put the yoke like above your
1: head, and walk with it. Oh, or do like a, like. That's like that's that. a lot. Of time,
0: that's a lot of times I'll I'll warm up my shoulders. I'll have to
1: make a trip back to gym and tan just to do that. Actually, it is two
0: fifteen empty though. Just letting so you know. I probably, but especially you, you, if you I'm getting it, under dude. a
1: yoke to like, squ- if I could get under it and like squat it up. I just like, overhead press is one of those movements. Not only does it not agree with my shoulders, but it's not a, it's not a sporting movement for me. And no. if I get my overhead press stronger, my bench doesn't go anywhere. So it's one yeah. of those like juices and worth the squeeze things for me.
0: That's what I don't understand. Dude. What do you mean? It blew my.
1: So, remember that story I was
0: telling you about with Zach? It's like my, yeah. my – he he's switched my bench up all this time, and it's dropping. Like, yeah. like to where like, I was embarrassed failing 405. Yeah. And my overhead press was skyrocketing.
1: Your tracks are getting stronger.
0: I, well, maybe. You're i were ready to use them. Yeah, well, bench. I felt like an absolute idiot because I'm like, dude, I did 365 for – I think it was like three or four, I, I believe. Yeah. And he's like, What? And I'm like, dude, why is my bench going up? Why are my shoulders stronger? He goes, because you're not using them. And I'm like, what? You, yeah. What do you mean? And I'm like, and then he, I was like, so when you're here and you're benching, it's like, what are you not using? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, you're laying off of them, you are letting them
1: heal. And he's like, there was, um, there was a story when Matt Wenning took a trip to Westside, and I'm not, I'm not a huge Matt Wenning fan, but like, the story stuck with me because it's exactly what you're what you're feeling you're doing right now like when he went to west side and he was i think he was benching over 500 as like a teenager raw but he was he was benching with his chest right which is if you really know anything about raw bench it's it's really not what you want to be doing that's not the most efficient way to do it so the first day he goes in there you know he's he thinks he's like you know i'm pretty impressive um you know i'm in college i mentioned 500 raw george halbert walks up to him and he grabs him right behind the elbow and he just goes your triceps are shit and he walks away and Later God. on Matt went back and he asked him about it and George started showing him all these different tricep exercises. and you know, he's like, this is how you need to be benching, you need to be tucking more, et cetera et cetera, et cetera. And um, Matt was like, for almost a year, my bench went down raw, but mm-hmm. I trusted George Albert because he benched more than me. And I broke through the plateaus that I was having yeah. by using the actual right prime movers, yeah. and that I think that's exactly what you're going through. Like it you probably is, weren't yeah. using your triceps enough, but now that you're learning to use them, and that reverse grip bench is helping you learn to do that, you took two steps backwards, but you're gonna take three steps forward. That's what Zach you know said. What I mean? That's what Zach yeah. said
0: is because uh, I mean I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. It and was that's one uh, of the hardest things you can do, dude. It was it was an ego check because like the one day it puts off, like four or five. It was like one of the first ones there. All right, cool. We're we're having yeah. fun, like right, and then he goes, "You're broad benching." And yeah. I was Yeah. Like, Fuck. You're using your you-? pecs. Yeah. And he's like, "You have strong pecs, you have strong shoulders, Doug, and you're just you're, you're- lucky that your your triceps are there for you." And he switches it, and then I get I come closer, so it's more triceps. Yeah. Three sixty five is feeling heavy. Yeah. And then we do the reverse grip, and I told you
1: how that went. Yeah. It. Yeah. It that. You know, taking it taking a few steps backward to take more forward is really hard and I, I had to go through it recently. Going into my last meet that I did that nineteen sixty five at one ninety eight, my squat the last full power meet I did before that was oh, well over a year before that meet. And I bombed out on squats and I just kept kinda like spinning my wheels and gear until mm-hmm. I eventually took the gear off and I had to rebuild my squat from square one raw. Jeez and i was doing it in like i was doing it in manners like even before i got into gear i always squatted pretty wide raw yeah and we were like all right well we're gonna push your feet in real close and you're gonna start squatting close stance raw like you're gonna get strong in places that you've never been strong before and i did that progressively brought my stance back out wider and that was like the thing that kind of brought my squat back from the grave was like now i then i went and i squatted 770 at that meet and um but it's if oh. you don't have the mental fortitude to suck yeah. it up and be like, "I'm gonna," I agree. Know, put up shit numbers for however long, and guess what? Like, you're probably gonna have to do it again at some point too, I know. and that's even it's even Dude. harder to go back the second time.
0: Well, that's how it was with my deadlift. Andrew yeah. had me do 135 over like 100 and like some odd times, and because I was, I have short arms, I do so too, so yeah. the, so the problem was is when I'm coming down and, and I'm I'm coming down and I'm I'm like hunched over, just rolling back. Yep. Now I have to now I have to get down more, so my yeah. arms not to touch the bar. So I'm 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 in good position, but I can't touch the bar. <laughs> I'm like, like, dude, it was embarrassing. Like I'm like I'm here, right? And I'm like, here.
1: You the got bar. nowhere else to go. No, yeah, it was yeah. so
0: bad. And he goes, get lower. And then eventually, I was like, okay. He goes, deadlifts. I'm like,
1: oh fuck, dude, it's yeah, tough and it's, it's tough. many times you have to go back and forth. Because I remember when I was first rebuilding my squat, I. Call the gear off i did a few weeks raw and then like i put the briefs back on and i was still having some of the same problems it's like all right well you're gonna train raw for another six weeks yeah it just it sucked and uh but you always got to kind of see the 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 big picture like don't don't miss the forest for the trees like you got to make sure you're doing the right thing say that again don't miss the forest for the trees you never heard that one God. that was that harkens back to uh Told mrs barnett uh in my ap english class in oh like 10th my grade. god that was the first time i heard that, and that wow was, that's a good one
0: don't miss the forest when you're aiming for the trees or don't it miss the forest, forest
1: for the trees like don't get hung up in the little thing yeah I no I, the big picture yeah oh my god. like
0: well that's the thing we used to say in wrestling is like if you're going for if you're going for um if you're going, like you're going for a leg, you want to do what you want to aim for. The, like,
1: I forget now. Sizel's, Sizel's going to listen to this. Get I think I know what you're talking you know what I'm about, ta- But yeah. that's a
0: good quote.
1: I think Oh my God. Now, now more than ever, that is very difficult. Yeah. Especially, especially with, um, with powerlifting. Because right now, powerlifting's a trend. Everyone likes to post their, like, big lifts. And nobody wants to take the step back and be like, I'm going to have to squat 315 for six months to figure some little technical things out before go. i start pushing back yeah because you want to you want to post big lifts you want to get it feels good to get all the likes and i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna act above anybody like it's fun I, yeah no I, i'm right there with you frankly i actually love when my friends post their lifts because i like to keep in touch with my friends training yeah and that's the same reason that i post my training is because yeah. instead of telling all of my friends individually like i see them all like it and then vice versa like People that, like, I don't get to lift with all the time. My, my Some of my buddies down in Tennessee. Some of my buddies out in the Midwest. Like, I get to see them in my feet, and I'm like, hell yeah, he's hitting a squat PR. He's hitting a bench PR. Yeah. Oh, he's taking some steps back right now. Like, I'm going to check in on him. Like, I love that, but it's very easy to get caught up in, like, I have to post a PR. I have to hit a PR because, mm-hmm. like, I need to post it. Like, you got to – you can't let Instagram scratch that itch for you <sighs> because it is it is a long game.
0: And then when you something happens, you're screwed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because the it's a very fast. I run hate injury. to stop you, but we no, are at I no, see. we're good. We're at like an
0: hour and <laughs> hour and thirteen. But I am very sad Kyle wasn't
1: here. But I am very glad
0: that you still came because I know I was like I was like, hey, listen, i didn't like everything. If you still want to do this? We can do it. I yeah. loved it. At least you know get one in. Well,
1: I, I felt bad because <clears> I was like, you know, I know Matt's planning on shooting an episode tonight. I'm sure this is something he was trying to have in his chamber. And like I already planned to come here. Like this no, was you're fine cool. For me, so. I was I was more than happy. I, I was excited I'm, that you still wanted to have me. Yeah, no, because cause, well, I was you know.
0: so I was planning on reaching out to you soon because I know like Russ from the gym and a couple other people were going to come on. Um, yeah, but when I when when Kyle said something about to me about you or vice versa, what I forget what it was. I think maybe you commented on like one of the posts and I was like, yeah. I'm setting this up. This, this is happening now. I don't yeah, care I who I, I have. Shot the, you I don't text
1: I, after I listen to Kyle's episode. Yes, I was yes, like, that's Dude, what it was. we should we should have yeah. both of us on. Like that would be such a fun. Uh, like a clash, because especially because he was such an instrumental part of my upbringing in powerlifting, yeah. and when I heard him talking about powerlifting culture, I'm like, these are conversations that he would love to have yeah. with me too, and that you would love to hear yeah. both of us talk about. Um, but yeah, but for for a later date, you know, Kyle will get his get his shit sorted, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. Oh, man.
0: That was great, dude. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next again. week. Um, and uh, it's still RPE FML. <laughs> yes. It Do we, is. can I tell you Wait, real yeah. quick? I know we were ending it, but so did I tell you that I like just of recent figured out what you're you just t- put that together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so, uh. so I forget what it was. I I think it was I was a karate. I was like, I was like squat, and I was like, he was like, yo, what was that RPE? Cause I was like, I was like six ten. It sucked. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> "What's the RPE?" I'm like, "I don't use that shit." The funny part oh, is I don't use
1: RPE either. Yeah, I, I use percents if yeah, anything. Yeah, so do I. Yeah.
0: and he's like, "What's the RPE?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know, man." But fuck my, oh and it my, clicked. <laughs> it clicked. <laughs> and oh my god, he do not understand it. I'm like, RPE FML. He's like, "What?" I'm like, RPE <laughs>
1: FML. There used to be, um, I got that because there used to be a meme page called RPE Max. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Like. Oh and I used to always say to my buddies, because like when I started training conjugate and n- nobody else followed me into it, they were like, "Oh, I looked heavy." I'm like, "Yeah, RPE, fuck my life, man." Like <laughs> that was, and I was like, "Oh, that." I was like, "I bet you that Instagram handle is already taken," and it wasn't, so I just took the account. Like that was it. Like I oh. saved it. I was like, "If I ever want to make a lifting account, like this will be it." That's great. Oh. I was thinking of the, fu- I was future proof in that name. <laughs> well, I had to take it early, Mr. RPE FML. <laughs> for fun. You oh too, my buddy. God. <laughs>